0: Welcome to the Fabulous at 50 podcast, where we are changing the aging narrative. I'm your host, Joanne Newadock, and I'm thrilled to bring you stories that matter and celebrate your place in the world. As an advocate for lifelong learning, health, and women's empowerment, I believe it's never too late to live the life you've always imagined. Through lively and informative interviews with inspiring guests, We'll explore a wide range of topics relevant to our global sisterhood of vibrant, inquiring women just like you. Join me for today's episode and let's start changing the aging narrative together. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. I have a great show for you today because I have a woman on who is so enthusiastic about us being healthy and and really being healthy as we move into our midlife and beyond in very unique ways. I welcome today Marilyn Vroman Robertson. Welcome, 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 Marilyn.
1: Thank you, Joanne. I am so thrilled to be here with you today and um, to share all the goodies.
0: Absolutely. Now, before we get started, I'm just going to share a little bit about you first. Sure. So Marilyn is a certified exercise therapist working exclusively with women, 55 plus, in the Calgary and surrounding area. And she helps them get out of pain and and move well so that they can do what they love. Yay, we all want to be doing what we love. And she lives by this motto, Pain stops us from living our full potential. So she's passionate about helping people get out of pain, about active living and turning back the hands of time. So that sounds pretty good to me.
1: Isn't it wonderful? I think we all know someone who has been in a lot of pain at some point and something has happened and they're out of it. And all of a sudden, they, they're just vibrant, and they're doing activities that they didn't do, and they just have this joie de vivre, right? Beautiful. I love that word. I love that phrase, <laughs> I, I guess. Agree. Yeah. I
0: agree. I yeah. agree. I So... Before we kind of get into some of the nitty gritty, Mm -hmm. I have a bunch of questions around pain and what should we be doing and how should we be exercising at this time in our life? Mm -hmm. And if Mm -hmm. we have pain, like, how do we get back into it? But before that, I just, I just want to hear a little bit more about what was your journey to get here? Like, did you sit in your grade four class when the teacher said, what do you want to be when you grow up? And you went, I want to be an exercise therapist for women in midlife. Like I think that was on the radar way back then. So I'm just curious. I'd love to hear people's journeys on how they got to where the work you're doing right now.
1: Sure. Hey, um, I don't think exercise therapists even existed when <laughs> I, I was before. <laughs> exactly. Or when I was <laughs> so, um like a lot of people when we change careers midlife it's due to something that happened to us and Absolutely. so I, I right and i used to have a corporate career i was a corporate governance professional and i was a competitive powerlifter i was working to set mm. a canadian record and wow then then one night you know it's coming up to that time of year when the sidewalks are going to be slippery with that slush i fell and yeah. hit my head and had a concussion, oh. right? Anyway, it was it was quite a journey to come back because I was just one of those people that got post concussion syndrome, and mm. it took a brutal journey. It was, but it was beautiful because I was okay. I created a wonderful team of people to help me come back. One of whom was an exercise therapist. Very and, cool. Yes, and it was through working with her. And realizing how she could help me, like she did a lot of mindset work work with me about who my new person was and rebuilt me and then set me off into the world. And I said to her, how do I become what you are? Like, I didn't want to go back to the corporate world because I'd become a different person. And so I went back to school, right? Um, Good for you. You're the oldest. The, there's a grandma in my class,
0: right? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, that's, yeah. I mean, that's what we're here to talk about changing the aging narrative. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter our age. If we have the capacity to learn and the desire to learn, then go for it.
1: Absolutely. And I, I'm a firm believer that we are capable of learning at any stage in our life. Um, and how exciting it is, because at this stage, it doesn't really matter. Right. It's like, we're doing yeah. it for the love, for the passion. For Absolutely. The, yes. So it's Absolutely. different. I,
0: I went back to school in my late forties as mm-hmm. well. And, and I'm just curious, like, didn't you find, I used to joke that, wow, this is really kicking my middle-aged butt and brain into gear, but it was so good for me. Like, did That's you awesome. have that you know, like, what was it like for you? I know we're going to digress from some of the questions I have, but I, I, I'm I, curious, like, what would be your advice for someone that's considering going back to school or always wishes they had taken XYZ course?
1: That's a great question. You know, I, the study habits that I had when I was much younger, no longer worked for me. A, because okay. of my age, but mostly because of my concussion. And mm. I, I wouldn't, I would encourage people to be curious and to experiment what worked for them. And nice. um, Like learning anatomy in my my 50s was challenging. And I used to sing the song, you know, my ankle bones connected to the ear bone. And (laughs) (laughs) maybe not quite. Love it. Not quite. But it was just, repetition. And for me, it was, it was feeling right. And if I could make it real, I could learn it. So I I had amazing. Yes. Amazing.
0: So you went back to school and then Mm -hmm. upon graduating and becoming an exercise therapist, is that what you went to school for? Or did you do something first and then it led you into exercise therapy?
1: So the, the journey is you become a personal trainer first or you're a chiropractor or you're a physiotherapist. That's for the most part okay. how it, the people who become exercise therapists. So okay. I was a personal trainer first, but I never wanted to be the personal trainer mm. because my goal was exercise therapy because it's Love it. just magic.
0: So that makes the question, if I could lead us into what is exercise therapy versus a a um, personal trainer? Because people sure. think of, I need to get in, in shape. I get a personal trainer. Now, a shout out to personal trainers. There's amazing ones out there. But I've also yeah. heard some issues where it's a couple of women I know where they're like, okay, well, I got a personal trainer and all they wanted to do was like whip me into shape. But I had... Yes injuries and considerations and pain and they didn't necessarily know how to manage that is Mm -hmm. that what you manage differently
1: I do manage that differently so part of it is because of my age and I know what it's like to get injured but there's a lot of trainers out there and there are as many different types of trainers as there are people
0: yeah good point
1: And so when someone goes to look for a trainer, they need to ask the question, tell me about your experience training people over 55 that have these or over, you know, and, or that have studied um, active aging,
0: right? Uh, So they have
1: that in their tool belt. So where the personal trainer is interested in getting you fit and helping you get to your goals, I'm interested in getting you out of pain. That's the first Okay,
0: say that I'm interested in getting you out of pain. So someone, is it typically clients that look for an exercise therapist or someone that's in pain and they're wanting to get out of pain? Or that's a bonus? I'm just curious. Like, What if somebody, it doesn't have pain and they go, I just want to work with somebody more specialized. I'm, I'm just trying to understand a little bit more about that.
1: They might. They, or they don't they want to end
0: pain. up in pain.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so that's great. But I probably wouldn't take them on as a client. Because okay, I, I would refer them to someone who better met their expertise. Because let's say, it's some, if, let's say you wanted to run a half marathon. I'm not the trainer to get you there. Nor Got am I it. the trainer to help you lift 300 pounds. I, mean, I can tell you, but I can't show you.
0: Yeah. You're right. more the trainer if somebody either has pain or they've had injuries and maybe yes. they're recovering from it, even if the pain is, they, and they don't want to trigger things.
1: Yes. Or perhaps they have a disease or an illness where okay. there needs to be particular care um, given okay. to the body to help them get to Excellent. their
0: goal. Excellent. Now we're talking about a lot of pain and I know within my work, I'm I'm prompting you purposely on questions because of course (laughs) with the fabulous health programs that we do, a lot of what we deal with is stress. Do you find that you have found correlation between pain and stress?
1: It is deeply connected. I have a client with whom I met a few times. She had an intense back pain. I have never touched her. I've never given her a single exercise to do. All we did was talk about the stress that was in her life. And her pain went from an 11 out of 10 to a 2 out of 10. Amazing. Amazing. I
0: definitely witnessed that type of change as well. It's yes. huge. It and it's is one huge. of the first steps. Because yes. you need to know what you're dealing with. So amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's beautiful now, to watch.
0: Yeah, so we had you on as a guest speaker on the Fab Soul Circle. And mm-hmm. that, I believe that recording's in our membership site. So if you're not mm-hmm. yet a Fab Soul member, you can become a member and then you'll have access to even more amazing uh, information from this uh, incredible woman, Marilyn. Um, I know that when we were there, like you were showing us some simple moves, but you also talked about mental, mental fitness, was mm-hmm. it? Mental toughness, mental toughness, and yes. so it's not what you're talking about, like really getting the mind body. Because I do a whole presentation on mind mm-hmm. body spirit. So tell yes. me a bit about
1: what you do with this mental toughness. Sure. So I'm interested in. I'm going to re- rephrase what I was going to say. Um, okay. We all come. We all bring our own stuff, right? Yeah. Our own experiences and it's so personalized and it can be our self-limiting beliefs. It can be we have forgotten how amazing and powerful we are. Mm. It could be that we have forgotten what our values are we know because we live them every day, but we've truly forgotten. And so my one of the first things I, I do is connect that with the person. Right. Okay. Where, are they, are they stressed? Are they lost? Like if someone Ooh. comes to me that really wants to lose a whole bunch of weight and often there is some pain there before yeah. we ever start exercising, we're going to work on the mind. So they remember how yeah. amazing they are because they are fantastic. Right. It's, yeah, it's the journey into loving fitness
0: and, and and that's what i was about to say and i'm glad you used that word journey it, it sounds like a journey it's not like just show up give me a couple mm-hmm. routines get working out you know mm-hmm. you're on your own it sounds like you're really kind of holding someone's hand along the way of a journey because once we get especially you, you say you work with women more 55 plus mm-hmm. uh, they've been on a journey themselves. These bodies have seen a lot of life. They've given birth. They have been in accidents. They have Mm -hmm. aged. There's been imbalances. There's lots going on. Yet Mm -hmm. a woman that's working with you is also someone determined to feel healthier. So quite incredible. Now, talking about this age category, Mm -hmm. Um, I always love to ask people, because I I find it fascinating, the answers, is women in 50s or, you know, when we hit our 50s, I notice that there is always a shift. I'm curious for you if you can share a bit about your experience of heading into your 50s or being in your 50s.
1: Oh, absolutely. I, I remember saying this on my, not my 50th birthday, but about, you know, 50 plus 50 days or so. Yeah. I have over the, I don't give a anymore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we did our own bleep there. I don't give a blank. Blind- <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that's exactly it.
1: Liberating. Marilyn,
0: I have to say that so many of the women that I interview, it, it, that's what happens at some point in time in this decade. Yes. It's not so much we don't care, but we don't care about what others say. Like, would that be accurate?
1: that is accurate. And I think it shows up in the clothes we choose to wear in, you know, our hair. And it's not that we're not looking after ourselves, but we're being authentic.
0: I love that. It really is. So I want to share something with you. Tell me what you think of this. I was listening to something the other day and it had to do with menopause. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think it, it was actually on maybe like city line. They had a whole bunch of people on and I was like, Oh, I love that. And it was just talking about like when we go through menopause, because most women by the time they hit 55 have gone through menopause because the average yeah. is like 51. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and it, obviously there's people on the fringe, but most women between 45 and 55 will have gone through menopause. But she went on to just talk about how, when when we release that when we step into menopause we step into birthing our authentic selves we we oh, step into birthing ourselves we let go of all the, we start to let go of
1: other expectations that we thought
0: were ours but maybe weren't ours what's your thoughts on that
1: i could not agree more mm. and I, I like i would add to that joanne and, Thank you for bringing this up because I think this is a very important topic. We could do a podcast just on that topic alone. We could.
0: Well, we got a little bit more time now. Let's like, like at least dip our toes into it.
1: Yes. So I think as women, as when 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 we were much younger, we we were thinking about going to school, and so we organized that, and then we were getting married and having children, and in that there was never a time for us. And yeah. I do find that a lot
0: for our generation.
1: Yes. And there are no real rules regarding menopause. Like there's, there's not a lot out there for us and we become explorers and we find our journey because it's, it's kind of like getting a different life. Like you wake up one morning and go, who is that woman? Like,
0: (laughs) (laughs) exactly i liken it to um adolescence it's like yes. a second adolescence in a sense like menopause we we have physical mm-hmm. emotional intellectual spiritual like the awesome. whole gamut changes oh. during yes. this number of years of of moving from pre-menopausal mm-hmm. to post-menopausal and, yes and there's a lot of fluctuation and then afterwards often it's like amazing. Like So many women I know and like yourself are just like this extra vibrant when they step into themselves.
1: Yes. Yes. And it's exciting because I think this is the time when a lot of women do find themselves and they figure out, gee, what they really love that they've never had an opportunity to do before.
0: Yeah. Amazing. And sometimes that is reclaiming their bodies you know so I want to circle back a bit about what you do um yes can you give us a little advice on I guess there's two things I want so we can take one at a time whichever you think is better I'd like a little bit about like what women should be taking into consideration when they're exercising their bodies at Mm -hmm. this age like during menopause Mm -hmm. or or post menopause like what is different than when you're exercising when you're like in your 20s or 30s? Sure. Because sometimes, you know, people pull out the old, "Oh, I had this DVD that I used to do every day in my thirties, I'm going to do it again now." It's not always the way. And part two on that, and you can address whichever you think is better first, is what can we if if we're in pain and we mm-hmm. want to be exercising? What can we do to reduce that pain?
1: Sure, sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it from a chronological point of view. So okay. we'll talk about menopausal first. Like um, with respect to exercise, when we're going through menopause, I would slow it down. I would pull it back, and okay. because the body is going through so many changes, so I I would recommend that you not work out. At your top, like pushing hard, because your body's going through a lot of change and there's a lot of stress there. And when we okay. create more stress, then we create more inflammation. Mm-hmm. Which so is- work
0: out, but not necessarily as intensely. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. This is the so time- still important to be working out though.
1: Oh, absolutely. You know, m- maybe you're you're doing yoga and you're walking and you're jogging, but maybe you're not um, trying to win the Olympics when you're jogging, which is how I which is how I, I I often just say say to clients, when you do this move, you're not trying to win the Olympics here, right? Like slow it down. Um that would be my piece of advice for women who are menopausal. So when we're when, when we reach post menopause, we want to be having a good mind body connection because a lot has changed in our bodies. The, the connective tissue in our body isn't quite as stretchy. You know, our, mm. our, our bones are not quite as strong perhaps. And we may also be having some trouble with balance, etc. cetera. So feel free to work out, work out hard, But pay attention. Mm. And, you know, if you're not used to working out at your full effort, don't start there, right? Dial it back. That's such a good (laughs) point. When people say, like, oh, I can't go so
0: hard. It's like, if you have literally worked out hard Mm -hmm. multiple times a week for your entire life, you can keep on going. Yes. If you haven't done anything for 10 years, you suddenly go, I'm going full tilt. You might need to start a little more gentle. You would have to do that even if you're in your 30s and it never worked out in your life.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. It's sense. It is common sense. And put the ego aside. Like mm-hmm. um, ego baby plays steps. a big part in baby steps, and it will result in great and a great effort, and you're going to have a lot of fun. Yeah. 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 I have a question for you. Yes. When. With all this work,
0: so you've done this transition from like the corporate world, you went Mm -hmm. back to school, and and now the work that you're doing with women, and it's tremendous work. And I know from experience, we're just starting out, you're putting me through the paces a bit. And I'm definitely somebody that's had a little bit of pain, a spot that's been bothering me, and it's been holding me back, and I'm getting frustrated. Mm -hmm. Um, but I have confidence we're gonna move ahead. My question to you is. What's one of your biggest lessons in this journey that you've been on? Oh my
1: Lord, I was not expecting this question. I know um,
0: <laughs> I just, one that's big- been downloaded to me right now. I'm just curious, like what's one of the biggest lessons that you can share with people?
1: I think the biggest lesson is on a daily basis to honor our body where we are today. Yeah, And it doesn't mean it's that way forever. It's today. Mm. And because if we don't, we're going to get injured. We're going to get stressed. We're going to cause inflammation. Um, You know, so yeah, just honor yourself. Absolutely. Okay. So now we're
0: going to keep going. I had a couple questions from before is what can we do to help get ourselves out of pain?
1: Right. So, If you are someone who is working at home and you're doing your thing, the first thing I would do is work on my, I would work on my sleep because if we're sleeping well, that will help our bodies heal and we'll have less pain. If you're someone who is having trouble, you know, getting to sleep, staying asleep, I am a big proponent of sun worshiping first thing in the morning. Getting get
0: that red light energy, right?
1: Exactly. Even if it's cloudy, even if it's snowing, the sun is still there. And get Beautiful. out there for 10 minutes and find gratitude. Like when, when when I go out, I go out and I just you know, I, I give gratitude to the world and to the universe that I get to yep. do this. Right.
0: And I so, love that get out in nature and first thing in the morning mm. and if I can add I don't even know if i yes. shared this with you I love doing the natural way first but sometimes people just can't do that or they have yeah. a job like um, mm-hmm. I work more my career from home but when I was going into the hospital like in nurses like they go to work while it's dark and they're already inside when the sun comes up in the winter yes so it was actually my eye doctor they introduced to me, there are some really beautiful, wonderful red lights. Think of like light bulb. Think of what you would use in the old dark room for developing uh, film, right? Oh, um oh. you can actually buy light bulbs and just put it on. Take the 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 shade off something, uh, sure. a, an old lamp, and you can look into that light. And it's actually supposed there's a lot of science. This is a whole different conversation around helping our eye health, but that red light energy, it can help Mm -hmm. with sleep. And so my husband and I have been doing this for several months now and it has absolutely helped. So um, reach out to me if you want to know, I'll send you a picture of the type of light bulb that we have.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm going to reach out to you. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: something different. You and I haven't talked about that yet, but yes, I wouldn't do that first. Your first line of defense is do what Marilyn said. Go and sun
1: worship first thing in the morning. Sunrise. Exactly exactly yeah. and um the oh the other thing that i would do is i would really focus on reducing your stress yeah and and when mm-hmm. i think about stress it's not just the external stress it's stress caused by what i'm putting into my body yeah right it's um You know, it's what I think about myself. It's about exercising too hard. (laughs) Yeah. And all of those. Absolutely. You're right. You're speaking my language. Right. And stress causes inflammation. Inflammation causes pain. Mm -hmm. So if you took even one of those areas, right? I'm a really big proponent of an elimination, an an elimination diet. Like so many people are they can't process dairy or they can't process wheat.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly. And it it depends on, and that's, you and I have talked about that. So I connected, like you're the exercise movement side of things. And, you know, it's such a beautiful compliment to the Mm -hmm. fabulous fresh start programs that I put people through where they have, there's an eating plan that helps them. It's anti-inflammatory and bio-individual and that makes yes. a difference when I follow that completely. When I, it's not that you, you can't have tons of things. You mm-hmm. just find those couple things that don't work for you. And sometimes it's surprising, right? So yes. I can I can eat something that I know doesn't work for me. And the next morning I wake up and I go, there's that pain. Yes. And it's, it's so bizarre. I think the biggest message to get out there is, yes, sometimes your pain is impacted by food. Sometimes it's caused by it. But even if you have an injury site, it's going to be worsened by. So everything we do, so that's like what a great message.
1: Mm-hmm. And you know, I think it's especially true for women who have um, arthritis, right? Yes. And uh, and I just want to, I just want to add, the food that inflames my body is zucchini. Interesting. Who guess, right? Who would so guessed? Yeah. Who would have guessed? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, we're getting close to the end of our time. I'm just wondering do you have any hints? Like, obviously, if someone wants to go full on mm-hmm. doing really cool working out and, mm-hmm. and reclaiming their body, the recommendation if you have injuries or pain, um, look for a really qualified exercise therapist in their area, you know, for Calgary, go to you. Yes. <laughs> right well for stress management come to me <laughs> or exactly. That. Exactly. Uh, we make a great team but um because I know I was going to ask do you do this online but I know that you like to be there physically with the person you don't train people online is that correct
1: well sort of yes in the beginning okay. I like to be with the person okay because yeah. as Joanne can attest <laughs> at, the, at the moment I'm asking for a team. lot of questions I am very touchy because I want to know is the muscle showing up and I can't do that working online. But once I understand how your body works, then yes, we could work online. Like once we have. Yeah. Once you um, have
0: that. I was just wondering, like, so if someone lives outside of the Calgary area, they're probably mm -hmm. best looking for an exercise therapist in their area.
1: Yes. But, and they're they're, they're yeah. welcome to contact me and I will oh, connect them with people all over the country. Oh, um, so you have
0: networks all over. Yes. Perfect. So con- yes. no matter what, if you're interested in this, contact Marilyn. Mm-hmm. So Marilyn, we're getting near the end of our recording today or our podcast today. Mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering if you could share with our listening audience what are some best exercises to be doing? at this age and beyond.
1: Sure. If you are not currently engaged in a exercise program, walk. And when you're walking, get moving, use poles. Poles are great, right? Upper body and lower body. Think about your feet. Swinging those arms. Swinging your arms, right? Think about how your feet are hitting the ground, right? Um, Just, it should feel good, right? Um and the other is again if you're not already engaged in a program, most women have weak glutes. And so on the internet, find a beginner's glute program. And nothing fancy, beginner, and start there. And then you can work up.
0: Amazing. Amazing. Now, as we wind up for the end of today's podcast, mm-hmm. can you share how people can reach you? I know it's all yes. going to be in the show notes. Please go and read the show notes, but do you want to just share how, uh, the best way for them to reach you?
1: Yes. Um, the best way is either just send me an email at mvrfitnessyyc at gmail.com. M-V-R,
0: so that's your, your initials.
1: Yes, it is. It's my initials. And fitness, YYC for Calgary at gmail.com. Or you can, go to my, you can go to my website at mvrfitnessyyc.com. And there's a contact me button there. Perfect.
0: So now my favorite question, please share, kind of summarize what we've been talking about and share your, your best three pearls of wisdom. It can be about fitness, but it can also just be about your Personal rules of life or guiding lights of life.
1: Oh, wow. It's only three. Oh, that's
0: getting bigger. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the first one is to know that you are amazing and you are enough, just as you are today.
0: Oh, I love and, that.
1: Right? You are, I promise you. And the second is um, consider exercise to be an honor it's mm-hmm. something i get to do and if we work where we are today and honor our bodies it will serve you and look for a trainer or look for exercises that make it fun because then you'll do it right and my very last one is there's no working in pain
0: pain Say that again isn't
1: there's no working in pain. You do not need to work in pain because that is the body's cue of saying something is not right. Okay.
0: So I'm going to reflect back to you. Do not work in pain. Yes. Exercise is an honor. So choosing instead of like, I got to go do this. It's like, it's an honor. It's fun. Yes. And your first one, you're amazing and you are enough. Yes. Those Thank you so it. much, Marilyn. It's been so wonderful having this conversation with you today. And I know that you are touching someone's life out there today. You are sparking a seed or a little flame of, oh, I can do this. Mm-hmm. Right? So if somebody, if you're sitting there and you're feeling like you're in pain and exercising and movement is just something you can't do anymore, hold out hope. And you hold can. Out
1: hope. There is an uh, exercise therapist waiting for you and Joanne thank you so much for having me it is such a pleasure and um I look forward to seeing you soon and to all of you good folks out there have a wonderful day take care bye bye
0: thank you so much for tuning in today but before you leave I'm curious what pearl of wisdom are you taking away from today's episode I do hope it held some inspiration or information for you to live your best life. If you are not yet part of our sisterhood, I invite you to join our community by visiting our website fabulousat50.com and you'll receive a free copy of our ebook, Make Mind Fabulous 21 Ways to Energize Your Life. It is packed with loads of tips and tricks. plus. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review to let us know what you think. Remember, keep choosing fabulous. It's never too late to live the life you deserve. Catch you on the next episode.